Welcome to Safety Bites, a weekly podcast on all things related to workplace safety, hosted by me, Jason Schaffenbuhl. The thoughts expressed in this podcast are based upon my opinion and general best practices, which may not apply to all listeners. Always consult with a qualified professional before making any changes in your organization. Many employers are having employees work from home as a means to adapt to the needs of society's efforts to respond to the current coronavirus pandemic. An employee who is working at home and is injured in the course of his or her activities is covered under workers' compensation insurance. While you may think that workers' compensation exposures are limited in the home, this can be very false. For example, one jurisdiction found that when an individual working in the home tripped over their pet dog and fractured a wrist, the injury was compensable. Because of the unique nature of the home environment and the unique exposures that exist, as well as the lack of mandated safety controls, the home can be more unsafe than a proper work environment. In the workplace, employers try to control the hazards and create a safe environment. With the home, employees are under no legal obligation to create or sustain a safe living environment. With the current pandemic, it would be unreasonable for an employer to inspect each employee's home to ensure it is safe for the work being performed. However, there are some things employers can do to help minimize the potential for injury in the home. Here are some tips. Keep up communications with employees. Ensure that their workplace needs are being met in their home. Social interaction, even if through phone, email, or text, is important to help employees maintain the morale at this trying time. Whether in the home or workplace, an employee's mental state is critical to preventing workplace injury. While you're keeping in contact with employees, specifically ask if they have any safety concerns or feel that a task is unsafe. Ask if their workstations are comfortable and if they can perform their work safely. Encourage employees to report to you any safety issues or concerns when they experience them and not to wait. Ensure a proper workstation setup. Many employees are working from home from laptops or using other computer setups that haven't been assessed to ensure they fit the employee. Laptops, unless they have an external monitor or separate keyboard and mouse, are not ideal for use more than a few hours a day. West Bend released a document on setting up temporary workstations in the home. You can find this on West Bend Mutual's Facebook page. Simply do a Google search for West Bend Mutual Facebook and look for the post from March 18th. For employees that are working from their computer or laptop for prolonged periods of time, have them take micro breaks. Here is some information you should convey to your employees. Every 20 to 30 minutes, take 20 to 30 seconds and stretch your arms, neck, back, and legs. Think in terms of opposite posture from how you are sitting. If you are sitting, stand up and stretch your legs. If you are typing, straighten your elbows and stretch them over your head. Make tight fists and then stretch your fingers wide. Rest your eyes from the monitor by looking far into the distance. Take a short walk away from your computer setup. Any of these micro-break activities will get the heart pumping and blood flowing to the muscles. Doing this every 20 to 30 minutes will really help combat fatigue and muscle aches and pains. Since employees are at home, they could use a kitchen timer as a reminder. Establish clear expectations about what work activities can be performed in the home. Ideally, these would be activities that are safe to be performed in the home and pose no risk or limited risk of injury. If an employee performs a work activity in the home that is not approved and is injured, it does not mean that their claim would be denied under workers' compensation. However, it can help defend against the claim in some situations. If you can, do not have employees leave their homes to complete work activities. If they need supplies, have them delivered to the employee instead of having the employees being potentially exposed to the coronavirus or having a potential traffic accident, both of which could be potentially deemed compensable under workers' compensation. Try to keep employees in a routine schedule with fixed work hours. Should an injury occur outside of these fixed hours, it can help defend against a questionable claim. 
While these are trying times, and as an employer you are limited in what you can do to control an employee's home environment, you can take the steps I just talked about as a way to increase an employee's safety and minimize the potential for an injury. Lastly, establish a clear expectation that if an employee becomes injured in the work environment, that he or she promptly report the incident to a designated member of your organization and then have that individual immediately report the incident to your workers' compensation carrier. Your carrier will then do a causation determination to ensure that a claim occurred in the course and scope of employment. A thorough evaluation of the claim and an understanding of your state's workers' compensation laws are the first steps any carrier needs to complete when a workers' compensation claim is reported. The completion of a comprehensive causation assessment and claims representatives with state work comp law expertise are just the beginning of what makes West Bend the best remedy for workers' compensation. I hope you enjoyed this podcast and will join me next week. Until then, please make time each day to create a safer workplace.